there, and welcome to Talkin' Toxic. I am your host, Chelsea Hearn. Thanks for listening. I'm glad you found me. Um, I'm here to give you some insight and information and help you educate on everything toxic, especially your relationships. I do this with informative episodes, digital resources, free and paid, one-on-one mentoring, group mentoring. Have any questions for me? I got answers. You submit your questions to me privately online, and I will answer them on Q&A Tuesdays. If you do not hear them, ask again. You never know. You might hear them next time. How do you submit those questions, you ask? Simple. You just find me over on social media. The main place, there are two main places that have a submit your question here button is Instagram. You can find my podcast, this podcast, under talkin' slash toxic podcast. And there's a link in the bio. It's a link tree. There's a couple things there for you. But to submit questions, you click the submit your question button. You put in your question. You click send and it will come to me privately. I will read it anonymously on air. Because trust me, there's more than one person asking the same thing you are. Other places to find me. I'm creating a YouTube channel. It's up. There's not a lot there right now, but it will be. So go ahead and go over and subscribe. That would be great. If you have, haven't downloaded this podcast, you can find me on all platforms. Feel free to download me again. Give me five stars. Give me a little rating, too, if you like. That would be fantastic. You can follow my personal social media on Instagram. It's Chelsea Lee Hearn. Um, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y-L-E-E-H-E-A-R-N. That's my personal Instagram account. You could try to friend me on Facebook, but Facebook I don't really deal with too much. Um, and my friend list is literally the people that I know personally. But if you are on Facebook, I do have a like page for the podcast, and I also have a private community for this podcast. It's for members only that might have some questions or I might go a little more deeper with some personal information in there instead of broadcasting it live on this podcast for everyone in the world to hear. So you can head over to Facebook and like my like page, join my private community for some more information in there. Um, and I also have a website. The website is chelseahern.com. There is some resources there. I am revamping it um, soon to add my podcast page to it. But for now, everything that you need is there. There's some digital resources, paid and free. And then there is also a submit your questions here button there as well. So you have questions for me, you can head over to my website or the, the podcast Instagram page and go ahead and ask away. Tuesdays, I try to drop live um, Q&A Tuesdays to answer any of those questions or questions that I see in the community groups um, that I see so many people asking that I have your answer to. With all that being said, let's start talking. everybody welcome back to another episode I just wanted to express something that I saw this morning which I'm still laying in bed drinking my I don't drink coffee but I drink liquid IV (laughs) so if you hear the ice rumbling around 
it's because I'm about to get my day started. But generally, in the morning, I wake up, excuse me, and I check my emails and check my messages and my Q&As and um, I'll get a couple alerts for some support groups and I'll peek in there real quick, all, all briefly. Like, I don't spend more than 10 minutes, um, maybe 15 when I open my eyes, um, cause I really don't recommend doing that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't start your day by getting on your phone. But for me, uh, it's like the newspaper for me, for those older generations that used to wake up, drink their coffee while they read the newspaper. That's kind of what I do with social media, um, or the support groups just to kind of get a gauge for what people are talking about, what questions are being asked most often so I can create some content. And something that I just saw this morning just, <clears throat> just, I don't want to say ruffles my feathers, but it just bothers me. And I don't, I can't come to grips with the words that makes me feel bothered. I'm not mad. I'm definitely not upset. Well, I'm, whatever. I can't, I can't express how this makes me feel other than it bothers me and I needed to address it. Um. First of all, let me start by saying this statement loud and crystal clear. I am in no way, shape or form, by any means, defending an abuser or a narcissist or a sociopath or any level of toxicity that is given to you or that you receive. I am no way defending them at all by any chance in hell. So let me just repeat that in case you missed that, <laughs> in case someone in the back didn't hear. I am not by any means defending a narcissist or a toxic abuser by any means on what I'm about to discuss. But I feel that it is very important in your recovery healing process, that education is key, is absolute key to your healing and to your recovery and educating yourself on if it's a narcissist that you're dealing with or someone even worse, a sociopath, or just someone not as extreme as a narcissist, maybe has some tendencies and is just very self-centered. Education will help you process things that have been done to you, that will be done to you, and how to avoid conflict or how to even try to stay out of the harm's way of a narcissist, okay? What I saw, pull out my phone so I can read it exactly, and I put it on my Instagram stories on the, on the website. I mean, on my um, my podcast Instagram stories, but it's early, so I don't expect a lot of people to see it right away. But this is what I read in one of the support groups, and I'm using air quotes for, su for support groups because I've said this once before, well, multiple times. These support groups on Facebook are toxic. They're good when you get validated that you're not crazy because there's hundreds of thousands of people 
that have gone through the same thing as you. So that's the good part. You get validation in these support groups. However, there's no one running them. There's no one administering them. There's no one like myself, like I do in my own support groups, is actually give support and education and resources and exercises and programs. So when I see shit like this in a support group and the threads just go on and on and there's no one in there supporting them or educating them, this is where I like to jump in. So the post said, I honestly feel that Satan had sex with himself and birthed his seed, in parentheses the X, there's no way possible that he came from a human being. I'm so serious. Okay. First of all, they're so serious. So this is what prompted me to do this episode because they're serious. And the comments below, I'll read a couple of them. They're demonic or demonic. Things I saw with a covert nart I was with for just 14 months, no one would ever believe. It's the Jazbel spirit, and I am convinced of it. They are pure evil. Um, those humans probably enable and shape the narcs. And shaped him, narcs aren't born. They're made by their environmental factors or traumas. If there's enough of that, they become hollow, numb creatures. I couldn't have said that better. I totally get this post. Oh my fucking God, that has to be the only place where such careless, dead-hearted, and selfish people come from. My ex must be his sibling. Satan and demons are completely man-made-up fantasies and used to control the masses, probably dreamt up by narcissists. And this last one that I commented on and then I closed it because I was like, this is, I gotta do a podcast about this. It said, it's possible that narcissists are possessed children. I just responded, come on now. Let's all pull ourselves back to reality. They have a personality disorder. Some worse than others. Some more extreme than others. But talking demons and possessed children is a bit ridiculous. You become their nightmare. And how you do that is becoming educated. Okay? narcissists or toxic people or sociopaths i got news for you they have nothing to do with your fictional satan stories okay i don't care if you're christian catholic jewish buddha atheist i don't care what you decide your religion is or committed to this has nothing to do with that. These are people, and this is why I want you to understand that I am not defending them. I am educating you. These are people that have become narcissists two different ways or a sociopath. One, it can be inherited, okay? Long time ago, they didn't think um, that narcissism could be genetic. But over the years, the studies have gotten better um, and gotten more data and research, and it is now known 
that narcissistic personality disorder is an inherited condition, psychological condition. Um, research evidence indicates that a person is more likely to develop MPD um, if there is medical history of it in their family. The other way is is if they were re rejected um, or had childhood abuse or neglect or the exact opposite, excessive parental parenting or if they had unrealistic expectations from their parents. Um, another way I would explain this is that in, in childhood, if you're being neglected or you're in an abusive environment, as you're growing, you miss the maturity level. There's a certain age and a certain spot that you develop empathy. You develop those abilities and feelings. And when you're a child going through whatever you're going through and you miss that, you turn out to be a narcissist or a sociopath or worse. <laughs> so I can totally, 100% relate. I used to say it all the time, just like those in this post, that my ex had a black soul, that how does he even walk around because he doesn't have a beating heart. Um, I used to say that he's Satan himself, just the Sicilian Italian Satan. I get it. I feel you. I understand you. I hear you. I've been there. But I can honestly tell you through experience and knowledge that the more I understand the diagnosis and the more I understand how it became, the more I am at ease with what had happened what will happen, and what is happening to me right now. And I say what's happening to me right now is because, as I've discussed through all of my episodes and mentoring and everything, like, I'm experienced. I spent 14 years in a relation, a toxic, narcissistic, NPD relationship, okay? But I also built that relationship while parenting my, at the time we got together, my son was four. My son is now 23. So I think this is why it sparks a little bit of juice in me when I see a post like that because I understand now my ex, who he is, how he is, how he got that way. I, I even know his personal backstory. So I understand his diagnosis is not genetic. It's because of what happened to him as a child. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that's the fact, um, that I won't air. Um, I might have in a previous podcast, but I'll just leave it at that because there's two ways, genetic or childhood trauma and him would be childhood trauma. And I wrap that around by saying, by getting offended when people say that these people are Satan and devils and are possessed by the devil because my at the time four-year-old when I met my ex is now 23 
Um, I strongly believe that now this is what I have as a son. And researching, because he's starting, he's ruining the holidays. The holidays are coming around. Um, he has no empathy in the situation that I am, um, which I'll keep personal. Um, he's got every trait and even my own personal cognitive behavioral therapist that I've seen since I left my ex who helped me process and get through everything is convinced that my son is also a narcissist, but she promised me and wants me to believe that is not my fault. However, I'm still processing that because I feel it's my fault for leaving him in such a toxic environment and because I got so lost in it, I feel that the neglect, I don't, I see, I, he has everything. As a matter of fact, he had more than what he asked for because of my guilt of the situation he was in. So I kind of gave him everything he asked for, but missed the intellectual, emotional relationship because I was pretty much suicidal and trying to save my own damn life. But my whole point to this is my son's not possessed by the devil. He's not possessed by Satan and neither was my ex. But this is a personality disorder, and that's something you have to remember. And I, I, because I'm an empath, I feel sorry for my son because he grew up in that environment. But according to my therapist, because she knows everything, he could also get this from genetics because his biological father is more than likely a narcissist. I mean, anybody that can have six kids from six different mothers um, and not care about any of those kids or mothers is kind of a little selfish. Um, so I just had to make you guys kind of understand that I get it. It feels like you're dealing with the devil. It feels like, like nobody would believe the sci-fi stories that you probably feel like you have. I believe them. Because I've been there. I've done that. But I also want you to understand that this is a mental, a psychological disorder. So you can't expect, I say this all the time, you can't expect normal behavior from abnormal people. You have to understand just like you would if they had... OCD and have to wash their hands a hundred times a day, or if they had Tourette syndrome and burst out in the most quiet times where you could get embarrassed by them saying some crazy, like just blurt out in the middle of a quiet, like you learn that they're not normal, which we all know they're not normal, obviously, but I mean that they have a medical diagnosis, that they have a personality disorder. So you cannot, you have to stop expecting normal behavior. And when you get this crazy, what feels like soulless, heartless actions, I'm not saying, oh, feel bad for them. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying understand why it's happening. 
understand that the person screaming at you or, or, you know, kicking you out of your house or like threatening to take the wheels off your car, that person, yeah, in that moment seems like the devil. But in that per in that moment, you remember that they have a personality disorder that's causing those actions. And again, I'm not excusing it. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying if you understand that and the more you understand the whole, like the, the whole diagnosis and medical background of it, it will help you cope with it. It will make you feel like, oh, okay, so it's, I'm not the problem, which you're not. It'll make you understand that, okay, your, your actions didn't result in their behavior. Their personality disorder resulted in their behavior. And it becomes easier. It becomes less of a weight on your chest. And it becomes more clear. And I'm telling you, you will learn to let things go. You will learn to just not even engage in it. And if you are with someone that you think is Satan <laughs> or is possessed, I'm going to ask you to do two things. Ask yourself, are they literally diagnosed with this? And if they are, are you willing to live with it for the rest of your life? Because you have two choices. You either educate yourself and you learn how to deal with someone with that personality disorder, just like you would with someone with ADHD or... I don't know. I don't want to go through a bunch of diagnoses because I don't want to offend anybody. But you do just that. You educate yourself and you learn how to work around this person. You learn how to talk to them. You learn how to react to them. And you you learn your boundaries and you learn your limitations. And you keep the boundaries and you live your life with that person. That's more directed to people that have children or parents or someone in their family. Like... You can set boundaries and not have them so deep in your life. Or the other thing is cut them off and get rid of them entirely. No contact. Cut them out of your life and then educate yourself, get therapy, and understand narcissistic personality disorder. I promise you, when you understand it and you educate yourself, you'll be like, oh my god. <laughs> I get it now. I get what Chelsea was saying. No, they're not possessed. They're sick. That's the difference. They're ill. They're not mentally well-rounded like normal people are. So understand it, deal with it, learn how to work around it and with it. Or if you're in a relationship with somebody, cut that shit off because it ain't going to change. It's going to be about them always and forever. So you either... Accept that and don't get mad when nothing is about you and live with it or cut it off, no contact, and move on. 
educate yourself, write some goals. My next episode, I'm going to talk about a free exercise I would like to do with everybody and that I highly encourage everyone to do. It's the first step I ever did and it's the first step I want everyone else to take. But you do those two things. Please educate yourself and the more you do, the less stressed out you'll be. The more it makes sense, the more you'll understand and the more compassionate you'll be. I'm, I don't, and I don't expect anybody to be compassionate to their abuser. I'm saying compassionate to themselves by understanding what the fuck, <laughs> like what, what is this person? So please check back. Thanks for listening. And if you have any questions on this or any other thing, any other questions, please submit them. Keep them coming. I really appreciate them. I do put up a Q&A Tuesday. You can ask your questions on my stories on Instagram. Sometimes I'll reply to them right there and put them on the story or I'll save them for an episode. Um, so stay tuned for the next episode. I thank you for listening and we will talk soon. <laughs>